Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into. But first, I just want to go over a few ways you can support the podcast. First, uh, leave a rating and review that will just help you know more people be able to access this podcast. So uh, if this podcast has been helpful to you in any way, uh, that would be very um, helpful for others to read it and review it. Um, next, you can follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore. That's where I put all my content out at, um, and I'm most active on that platform. And then I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I hope you build muscle, lose body fat, and, you know, just to help you look better in a, in a swimsuit. And then, um, so yeah, if you need more accountability and structure with your training and nutrition for that specific goal, fill out the link. It's in the show notes. And with that too, you wouldn't be obligated to anything. We would just set up a conversation to see if you'd be a good fit and it would be something that you are interested in. So with that out of the way, let's dive into the topic for today. So what I want to talk about is eight strategies to break through your muscle building plateau. And I want to bring this up because there is a large genetic component to building more muscle. You know, some people respond great and some people do not respond as well to it. But I think a lot of times it comes down to individualizing the program for, for you, uh, you know, people, you know, they find certain programs and, you know, it may have worked well for somebody. And then they find that, it that, you know, maybe you find it doesn't work very well for you. And I think a lot of times people just like, Oh, well, this is just how I am. But really it just comes down to, you need to find what works best for you because again, like I said, building muscle is there's a large genetic component to it, but a lot of times people just aren't training in the most op- like they're just not training in a way that can help them build muscle, right? Um, and so with online clients, you know, my main goal is to individualize the program to the client so they can see the best results that they can. It's not a cookie cutter program. Um, you know, at the beginning we have, I have, you know, based on the client, I have kind of my general principles here that we follow for training, but then we adjust that based on feedback and whatnot for the client, depending again on, on how their results are and, and just their feedback uh, with, with everything. So with that out of the way, let's kind of dive into the, the, t- the topic here. So again, like I said, muscle growth, there's a large genetic component. In training studies, there are people who like respond very well to the training protocols, the the resistance training protocols, and then some who see no results whatsoever. Um, so there are individual responses. However, sometimes it can just be that the, the training method doesn't suit a particular individual well. Um, before thinking you just have poor genetics, you know, try these things first. First, increase the quality slash intensity or execution here. So too many people go through their tra- their sessions and just go through the motions, then think they need just need to do more, but they can improve, you know, their intensity of training and execution of training before going in and adding more, you know, make sure you are putting in quality of work to help with this. I have clients take four videos, you know, to make sure they're doing this. Um, We're going to make sure that the, you know, again, their executions there, you know, what does your technique look like? If that's off, that could be part of it. I mean, that's going to play a big role. If you have, uh, you know, a lot of times when people train for muscle growth, it's really just focused on like getting the 
wait from point A to point B and there's really no regard for what exactly that's going to look like in between there. And that is super important. So we do want to make sure that that is there. So execution is super important. You know, what does your quality look like? Are you just kind of rushing through your sets? Are you, and this goes with execution too, but are you rushing through your sets? Are you thinking about other things that you need to do? Are you just worried about getting the workout done and, and maybe the quality is poor. Maybe it's like, Hey, okay, I have this workout, this exercise. Now I'm going to do this. Okay. What's next. I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing next while I'm still doing the set or exercise in front of me. So, you know, those are some important things. And then obviously execution to, you know, uh, again, how you, how you go about it. Actually, let me, let me backtrack. Intensity is important too. If you're doing a workout and like you are staying super far away from failure, like that's probably not going to be great for building muscle, right? Like you need to be somebody like not you, but most people need to get fairly close to failure to see muscle growth. Um, that's where a lot of people run into problems is, you know, uh, a particular program calls for like eight to 12 reps on an exercise. And it's like, you get to 12 reps and you think, oh, I got the higher end of the rep range. So that's better than eight. But then at the end of the day, you are leaving five plus reps in the tank. You know, with that, you need to increase your intensity of, of how you train. And again, intensity isn't just always adding more weight. Intensity is also like, again, making sure that you're taking that target muscle close to failure. I think when it comes to building muscle, the trick is finding a weight that's challenging enough, but then also like keeping good technique, good execution, and not veering away from that just to get more weight up. That's to me, and like pushing through that kind of, that point of where, you know, your technique wants to break down, your muscles fatigue, like, and, and still like staying focused and pushing through that. I think that's where the kind of the magic is with improving your training intensity, execution, quality. Uh, because again, in that situation, a lot of times people are like, oh, I just need to do more weight. They throw more weight on and then boom, it's just like, I don't really they have no regard for what that exercise, what that technique looks like and what that's the quality of that set looks like. Um, and to them that's, Oh, Hey, I'm doing more weight. So it's tougher. That's what I need to do. And, and that's not always, always the case. It's, it's pushing through that, those tough sets and reps and making sure that, you know, you're still maintaining good, good form, good execution um, throughout that. So that's the first thing that, that needs to be the first thing that you need to look at before doing anything else. I think this is the the most important thing and, and the most overlooked thing here with this. Again, if you feel like you're at a, at a plateau here with this next improve your exercise selection. So this, these are both very important here for building muscle um, because this is a big mistake I see made with building muscle. Like people just, they assume, Oh, I'm lifting weights. So therefore it's automatically a good exercise. And I think there's a lot of great exercises and we don't just want to paint certain exercises is, you know, just bad, but there are exercises that probably aren't going to be great for building muscle. So, you know, this is where, Hey, I'm lifting weights and people just really just focus on like the, the power lifting exercises, you know, they're just doing squat bench deadlift, uh, which those are great. And that can build a good base, but you know, maybe they're not great for you. Um, or like rack pulls comes to mind. And then from there, it's like, you know, people do like weightlifting exercises, you know, these, these kind of complex movements. Um, people do things on like, you know, with, with a large balance component to it. Um, so yeah, so there's just certain exercises that aren't going to be great for, for building muscle. And I think this is the next thing here where your execution can be great. Your intensity can be great for each set, but then like, it's just not a great exercise for building muscle. And that is going to cause you to run into a plateau at some point. So what makes a good exercise for building muscle? I kind of went over these already, but it's stable. 
meaning you do not have to overly focus on the balance portion of a, of a lift. This is kind of at the extreme, but again, think of squatting on a BOSU ball. With that, you have to have a large component of that is just you balancing, like figuring out how to balance. So that's going to limit how much um, tension you can put on the, the target muscle. Uh, it's going to put more on balance and you have to take a lot of um, time to really focus on that. So that's, that's one way to do it. Or that's one thing that makes an exercise good for building muscle. So on the opposite end, you know, again, a machine obviously is going to be great because you're going to be very stable, but at the end of the day, you know, we don't just want to focus on just machines. I think machines can be a great part of it, of a muscle building program. But, you know, I think again, you know, just a regular back squat is going to be great. A bent over barbell row, you're going to have good, it's going to be stable. Um, you know, things like that. These are going to be a little bit more stable than like adding that component, that balance component to it. Next, it's limited by the target muscle. So too many muscle building programs are focused on the feeling of working hard, which ends up taxing the cardiovascular system over the target muscle. So again, if you have an exercise that you do and it, it doesn't really hit the target muscle, it, hit, it hits other muscle groups and you end up stopping that set because of another muscle group and or because your cardio cardiovascular system then that's probably not a great exercise for building muscle or maybe even the rep range is off in that with that particular exercise uh but again and this can be not necessarily exercise selection but also how you go about your your programming too but um you know so for example like let's go with a a farmer carry like that's going to be a good exercise, but what's going to happen there is again, that's going to be an exercise that is going to, it's going to hit a lot of different muscle groups and your limiting factors, not necessarily going to be any sort of muscle. It's just going to be, um, you know, your cardiovascular system or like your, your forearm. So again, if you're doing forearms, maybe it's a decent one, um, there with that. But again, we want to make sure that it's limited by the target muscle and not the cardiovascular system. And then next, you know, it isn't overly complex. If you have to do too many complex movements, it isn't great for building muscle. So this is where things like, you know, you do like a lunge, to a shoulder press or like a squat to a shoulder press. It's like, yeah, they hit a lot of muscles, but they don't hit one muscle group. And what ends up happening there is again, your cardiovascular, like not one muscle group ends up being the limiting factor. It ends up being your cardiovascular system. So we want to make sure an exercise isn't overly complex either to kind of go back to the limit by the target muscle too. a couple other things that came to mind as I was saying that. So like, um, you know, when people do RDLs without like straps or something like that, and the forearms are, are what tires out before your hamstrings, right? Like, so that's where, again, maybe it's not next necessarily exercise selection, but your uh, equipment that you use for that can be helpful. But again, overly complex movements are going to be, um, aren't great, aren't going to be great for building muscle because you're just doing too many different things at once. And that's, that's going to be a challenge. And then the other thing that I would put on this too, is uh, exercise that hits a lot of muscles, but doesn't really hit one very well. Um, like a regular deadlift. I'm not a huge fan of that for building muscle. I think it hits a lot of muscles, but it doesn't hit one very well. Um, so it, beca it becomes this jack of all trades, master of none. Um, so yeah, so we want to improve our exercise selection. We want to make sure that we're picking good exercises for building muscle. So we want to make sure it's stable, it's limited by the target muscle, and it isn't overly complex to do. Next, you know, train change rep ranges. Maybe you heard eight to twelve is the best rep range for muscle growth, or maybe you only train in four to six rep range. But again, you're not seeing the muscle growth that you want to that you want. So maybe in this scenario, you try switching up the rep range you work in. You might enjoy slash be more responsive to a different rep range. With all my clients, we work mostly in the five to 20 rep range. And so within that, we kind of go 
anywhere within that. And I think I would say six to 15 reps is probably where we spend 90% of it. And then maybe 10% outside of, of that, if we can narrow that down even more. So, you know, maybe vary your, the rep range that you're working in. Maybe it's eight to 12 just isn't responsive for a certain muscle group. This is also muscle group dependent. So maybe it's not necessarily that your body isn't responsive to eight to 12. It just may be that that muscle group in particular is not, and you can uh, get more productive quality training by changing that. And again, this goes, this kind of goes back also to like, if you hate training in a certain rep range, but it's like quote unquote good for muscle building, or maybe that's what the program calls for. And you're just not responsive to it. You're not, your training's not, your quality's not going to be as good. Um, execution might not be as great either. So, you know, you want to kind of find this fine line of being, being a productive like rep range, but also don't be afraid to kind of mix and match a little bit and, and try something a little bit different and see what works best for that muscle group because the, and what you enjoy too, because that's a, very important component of building muscle is, you know, finding something that you enjoy because that's, what's going to get you to stick with this long-term. And ultimately that's what you need to do is you need to find something that you're going to stick with because that's, that's how you will build muscle. Building muscle takes time. It's not the short thing. It's going to come from you consistently training month over month, year over year. So just change the rep range potentially um, there with that. Next, increase your training volume. You know, there's a lot myself included, there's been a lot of talk about not increasing quantity, how much you do, but you might just be someone who does better with higher training volumes. You might just have to do more than what you're currently doing. I would still focus on improving quality first, but if that doesn't work, then try increasing the amount of work you do. You can increase via more days of training, more sets, more exercises, whatever it may be. Um, again, you're, the, the volume that you're currently doing may just be too low. Um, you know, In studies, they show that some people respond better to higher training volume, some people respond better to lower. So this is why I do like to have periods of time where, you know, maybe we go a little bit lower training volume, maybe we go a little bit higher just to see what works best for the client. And you may find that they respond a little bit better to higher volumes or lower volumes. You know, it just really depends here. But I think, again, there's been a lot of talk that, oh, hey, you need to keep your volume low, as low as possible. And that's the way to go. When hey, in some situations, you just need to increase your training volume. And again, this can be very muscle group dependent. You may find that your legs can do less volume, you're fine, upper body needs a little bit more or vice versa. Next, just get out of a deficit. Too many people are focused on trying to be their smallest weight or leanest look 24 seven, but this isn't conducive to muscle growth. If this is you, take some time out of a deficit. That's probably why you're not seeing the muscle growth you want is because you're just not putting your body in a good position to build muscle. Now, we know that in the beginning, if you have never really trained before, you could be in a small deficit and still build some muscle, um, but that's going to wear down pretty quickly. Um, so at that point, if you've always been just kind of trying to diet for fat loss, it would do you a ton of benefit to just take a break from that for a period of time and really work on increasing the, your, the amount of food that you eat. And again, this doesn't mean you have to go into a surplus. You can go to maintenance. That's going to be good enough for now, uh, for, for the time being, just the big thing is get out of that, that calorie deficit. Again, your body's not in a good position to build muscle when you're in a calorie deficit. And so you're going to be hurting muscle growth in that process. So this sounds very simple or very like, oh yeah, of course, but you'd be surprised how many people still try to fat loss their way through, um, building muscle. 
Next, reduce cardio slash activities outside of lifting. Too often I see people who aren't building muscles they would like, but they're also running, you know, four to five, four to five times per week, playing contact sports two plus times per, per week and just taxing their body every day. They just want to always be doing something like, I love working out. I want to build muscle. So I'm just going to be doing this intense stuff all the time. If I'm not playing sports, I'm doing, um, you know, I'm doing some sort of intense hiking. If I'm not hiking, I'm doing a, a, a run. Um, you know, it's like, Hey, go get steps. No, I'm not doing that. Can I do that with a backpack or something like that? Or can I do that with a weighted vest? It's like, you know, I, I think that there is a lot of benefit to staying active, but there does come that point to where if you're overly active and you're having trouble building muscle, I don't think that's necessarily your genetics or anything like that. It's you just need to reduce those activities outside of, of lifting. Again, I, I preach staying active outside of the gym. I think that that's super important. That's one thing I've changed my mind on. When it comes to building muscles, I think that that is very important to do that. You know, hit your steps, do have a, have a day or two where you do or a workout or two where you do something a little bit more intense. It's not weight training. I think that that's very beneficial for building muscle. Um, now, if you're obviously trying to be the world's most muscular person, you probably need to limit that other than maybe getting steps in. But for most people, they just want to look better in their swimsuit, right? Like for them, you just, you want to make sure that you're staying active, but you're not doing too much. Um, because if you do too much, this will start to negatively impact muscle growth. Again, this goes down to, okay, if you're playing contact sports, like two plus times per week, you're running four to four to five times plus per week. Um, this is where, again, things are going to start to, um, affect your, your body's ability to be able to, to build muscle next sleep and stress. If you aren't getting good sleep or your stress is constantly high, building muscle is going to be tough. You need to work on this. Again, this isn't, it's not necessarily anything that you're doing with your training. You could try to train more in this situation, but if you aren't sleeping well, you're, you're just always just stressed about something, um, you're going to struggle to put on muscle and that, that is your issue, not any, anything that you're doing training wise. Next, make sure you're eating enough protein. You know, protein is a tough macronutrient to get in regularly. I find that most people under eat protein. So realize that if this is low, it is going to hamper your body's ability to build muscle, especially if you combine this with, you know, poor sleep and then like a calorie deficit, it is going to be challenging to build muscle in that situation. So important that you get enough protein in, I'd say at least 0.6 to 0.7 grams per pound of body weight, especially if you're like at maintenance to a surplus, you can probably get away with being a little bit lower. Once you start to you build more muscle, you're at maintenance, you probably need to start to get that protein higher. Um, but if you're in a surplus, you can probably bring that protein down a little bit. Uh, we just have to make sure, you know, we're getting, you know, at least 0.6 to 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. But again, if you have more muscle, you want to be closer to maintenance, you need to start to bring that up to one gram per pound of body weight. I think that's just a good rule of thumb for most, because I think, I think most people can get away with 0.6 to 0.7 grams, but just to be on the safe side, I would aim for like 0.8 to, to one gram. But again, some people just don't like protein as much and it's a lot tougher for them to get in. So really what I'm getting at here is you don't have to have this massive amount of protein every single day. We just need to make sure we get that minimum threshold. And then if you want to be on the safe side, you know, get closer to that 0.8 to one gram per pound of body weight. I would say, especially if you're somebody that is already kind of struggling with building muscle, like if you're at that 0.6 to 0.7 grams, obviously look at all the things that I talked about before this, but then you might want to increase your protein intake. But I would, if you're getting 0.6 to 0.7 grams per pound of body weight, I would be I would imagine that that protein is not necessarily your issue. There's probably something else with one of the things I went over that is 
the bigger issue at play. Okay. And then lastly, this is kind of a bonus one, but make sure you're patient. Building muscle takes time. You know, this doesn't mean you cannot try and speed up things a bit, but past a certain point, you just have to be patient. So that's other thing. A lot of times people think they're at a plateau when really it's just like, you need to freaking be patient. This is going to take time building muscle. Just there's no quick way to do it. Um, even if you partake in special supplements, you know, you're going to be able to speed it up a little bit, but that's still going to be, you still can't like rush this process. The body just, it's not going to happen. Um, but if you're don't use special supplements, you are definitely going to have to be patient with it. And it it just is a, it's a journey. Um, and you have to be ready to stay committed to that journey if you want to see this happen. So again, if you've been training for six months and you think that you have bad genetics, probably not the issue. You just need to stay consistent and be more patient with things and, and do these things day in and day out. One other thing I wanted to say too, before I ended this was, I think with the genetic piece of it, I would say most people, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're kind of struggling with building muscle, you probably don't have the world's greatest genetics. And you do have to kind of focus on these things a little bit more than somebody who, you know, there are people who can just lift weights and they'll just build a ton of muscle. Again, that's people that have great genetics. And usually with them, they're not the ones that are, you know, seeking more advice. They're just like, Hey, it just works. It's easy. It's just, you just have to do this. Right. Um, so I just wanted to point that out too, because usually people that struggle and, and have a plateau and need to uh, improve things are ones that probably don't have the greatest genetics. Um, doesn't mean that you can't do, you know, build a good amount of muscle. It's just, you're going to have to work just a little bit harder at it. And you're going to have to be on top of things a little bit more than, than somebody else. So if you see somebody that's like, oh, this is stupid. I just, all you have to do is lift weights. You're good to go. You know, th- just realize that they probably have better genetics and they don't, and some people are just lucky that they don't have to, to focus um, on some of these things as much as others. So that's it for this episode. If you guys have any questions on this, let me know. And I will chat with you next week. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.